All right, so we're back here on another special edition of the Washington Football Guys, episode 26, the Clinton Porter's edition. We got our we got our guy in the building, our guy Wole from the urban sports scene and all burger didn't go, even though I ain't a DC cat, but everything. That's <laughs> all right, it, right? I love it. You said it, bro. All right, let's go. I, I appreciate you. I love the effort, man. I love the effort. <laughs> right. Hey, you know. Got that little, you know, that, that, that Richmond swag. But it ain't, okay, it ain't I, I, I fool with Richmond, man. I just yeah. do King's Dominion Black College Weekend. I fool with Richmond. That's yeah. what I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tevin, appreciate you for coming on. What's going on, Rob? Man, man, it's been a good 48 hours. It's been, <laughs> we're about an hour and a half away, or I'm sorry, about five hours away from potentially the most perfect, perfect football weekend I could have this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the Washington football matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, we definitely got to give a huge shout out. We know our guy Wole is a big Michigan fan. Wole, tell me about your, your thoughts on that on that Michigan uh, win over Ohio State. <laughs> off the back, man. You know, off the back. I even bet a friend of mine bottle of whatever that Michigan would win. Thank you, Jim, for making that come true. Um, it's been it's been great, man. I, I won't lie. I mean, this is the best time. I said this prior to the. To the game, this is the best time to be Ohio State. If you're Michigan, you're playing good football. Um, you have some confidence. It's at the big house. It's not like you're going to not. You're not playing. In, it's not at you know Ohio State. So it's not in Columbus. So it's like all right. This is the best best opportunity to be Ohio State. And your quarterback play is is decent. You know, a lot of times when this team had Michigan had um, a stacked squad defensively and even offensively, the quarterback play was meh. You know what I mean? They had so now in this this situation, they got a guy, you know, um, in uh, McManair, um who can actually move the football, you know, move the football around. So I, I thought that it was it, it was it was definitely time. I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh. I've been his biggest supporter. A lot of folks have kind of like tried to get him out of here. I'm like, you all forget what this team used to be what it before Jim Harbaugh got there. It's easy to say, oh, we haven't beat Ohio State, we haven't beat Michigan State, but he made the he made the program relevant. To a point where they were able to go to BCS bowls, like they were able to play some of the, some of the bigger markets out there in the bowls and, and college and college football. They weren't able to do that before Jim got there. I think people forget what this team was prior to Jim Harbaugh, Rich Rodriguez, um, Brady, um, you name it. You know what I'm saying? So it was a bunch of coaches prior to you know that Charles Woodson squad that just wasn't just wasn't cutting it. And Jim Harbaugh brought some brought some relevancy to this to that football team and. And I'm happy for him, man. I'm just happy for him. Now people can just shut you know, the you-know-what up and just let him do his thing. <laughs> and, you know, we had that, the, um, you know, the win over uh, Ohio State on Saturday. Uh-huh. This Sunday, out of, out, of the, out of the blue moon, our guy Rob is a big USC fan, get probably by far one of the most brightest, youngest uh, coaches in the, in the league, and uh, Lincoln Riley, man. Your thoughts on uh, USC getting Lincoln Riley? Oh, you muted, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. I always do that, yeah, bro. You good, bro? Well, obviously, it's it's a huge signing. Um, after Clay Hilton was fired, one of the biggest things myself and a lot of USC fans and pundits would would say is, we don't need to go for the safe hire anymore. That's what we did with Lane Kiffin. That's what we did with Steve Sarkeesian. That's what, especially what we did with Clay Hilton. Um, and it it didn't work out. So we needed to go out and get a big name. You know, obviously, Urban Meyer was the one name that everybody was linking to, no pun intended, was linking to USC. 
Um, but he's still in Jacksonville. He probably might resign. He might take that OU job. Maybe go back to Florida or LSU. We'll see. Um, but it was just a matter of who were they going to go after? There were uh, signs that they could go after Franklin from Penn State, who I like. I like him too. There were also reports out there that they were going to target the Iowa State head coach, which I felt was, again, one of those safe hires. Um, This isn't a school. This isn't, you know, a Utah or or Washington State where you can give somebody their chance in a Power 5 school like Washington State is doing with no disrespect to Fresno State's head coach because obviously, you know, that's where I'm born and raised. So um, I, I have a... I have a deep passion for Fresno State, but they just took their head coach, and that's kind of where these these coaches that are in mid-major group of five schools can get their chance at one of the lower-end power five schools. We couldn't afford to do that. We're USC. We are a brand. We are known. We need to have a, a strong head coach, a good recruiter, which we know Lincoln Riley is, to take this to get this program back to where it was when it was under Pete Carroll minus the giving apartments to all their players. <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs> I love it. But real quick, I do want to say yeah. so. My wife is was born in in Michigan. She's a huge Michigan fan, and this is the first time that I've known her that Michigan has beat Ohio State. Wow! And I tell you, I've never seen her so into football before in my life, <laughs> and she's pretty into football, but she's uh-huh. obviously not into it like like we are. But this game, she was locked in. Nine o'clock, she knew what time the game was on. She was ready to go. And it was, I was even rocking my Michigan jersey. Like I was, I was hyped for her. I was so excited. It was good. And the way they won to just complete domination, you know, wire to wire finish. It it was a great win for Michigan. Well, you're a great husband. Thank you for supporting her. You know what I mean? Through (laughs) throughout these times, it was tough. (laughs) It was tough. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things was Jawan Howard. Oh man, uh, and Jim Hall—that's like that to me. That it was almost like so. Who was cutting the onions? Like Jawan yeah. Howard was the ultimate like hype man. Like they said, yeah. you couldn't do it. They said you couldn't beat Michigan. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like it's, yeah, I just love it, man. I love it. I just love the camaraderie. I mean, I, you see that in all college sports. That's what I do. I like about college sports. You know, you got support from all programs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like from your basketball coach to your football coach, baseball coaches, whatever. Um, especially when you got a, a notable figure like a Jawan Howard into within that program. And Jim Harbaugh's a notable figure. You got two of the most notable yeah. figures in that program, you know, and they're both showing each other flowers, right? They're giving each other yeah. flowers. So it's dope. It was a great moment. I'm happy for Jim. Um, I'm excited. As a Michigan fan, I'm excited, man. You know, I've been doing this thing, this Michigan thing since Desmond Howard was in, in Michigan. I'm one of them yeah. real ones. I ain't them fake ones. I'm yeah. them real ones. Um, yeah. So I, I, I know – I, I know about the program. I, out here in the DMV, I, that's the first college football team I saw, and then I was fell in love with the Big House. Once I saw the Big oh, House man. on TV, and you had uh, Jackson do get, do the games with Butler, I was like, I mean, yeah, Jackson doing the games. I was already a Musburger. I was already hooked. It was it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Musburger and Jackson. I was that was it. I was like, all right. If I get my grades, if I go to Michigan, if I could. <laughs> right, right. And speaking of a, of a you know a Michigan legend and Desmond Howard, the former Washington football yeah. guy. So yeah, third overall pick. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I, I was boosting we got him, too. But it right. didn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two more MVP, but not hey, Right, right, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I, I use that too when I talk to the homies. I use that like when they call him a bust. I'm like, he's super MVP though. But right. All right. <laughs> exactly. So, and hopefully, our, our a lot of people hang their hat on that these days. Yeah, and that yeah, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The same. Right. Yeah. Manning. yeah. <laughs> facts. Right. Big, facts. big facts. So. <laughs> Fellas, hopefully this, this joy will carry on into you know in, um, to, to uh, what tonight as our our beloved Washington football team faces the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Wole, uh -huh. what's your biggest storylines in this game? Man, don't be complacent. Uh, do what you did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're seeing one of the more elite quarterbacks um, in Russell Wilson. I don't care if he's struggling. He's still Russell Wilson, so you gotta show him respect. So don't don't give him any room to get confident. You know what I'm saying? So do what you did against Tampa. Carolina was cool. What you did against Carolina, but the what you did against what you did against Tom Brady, bring that to the table. Um, just just have that same energy. You know, that's my whole thing. Play with that same energy, that same fight, and you'll be all right. You know what I mean? So that's my thing for this Washington football team. Don't go into this game saying, "Okay, Seattle's struggling." We don't have to play our A game. Going to a seeing Seattle, like, oh, these are the ex Super Bowl champs, Seattle uh, Seahawks with Russ and Marshawn Lynch. Going to that game yeah. thinking that way, and I and I feel like you'll get a W. If you go into that game thinking that you're playing the struggling Seattle Seahawks, you're gonna be very disappointed on Monday night. Yeah, big time. Rob, your storylines. So, I I got a couple storylines. Uh my first two kind of go together is a Seattle slash, slash Monday night woes here at home. Uh, Seattle, for the better part of the last 15 years, has been a thorn in our side. They ended our season, our playoff runs, uh, three years, three playoff appearances in a row in 05. We beat Tampa, went to Seattle, lost yeah, there. Sure. In 07, played Seattle wild card round, lost there. And then in 2012, um, which is the last time why I'm wearing this jersey specifically today was the last oh. time that we won on Monday Night Football at home was in 2012, led by RG3 in a 16-13 win against the Giants. Um, during that six-game stretch or that seven-game win streak coming off a of bye week. Uh, so all of that kind of rolling into, you know, hopefully some fruition into this being kind of the same thing. Um, number two is is getting into our playoff into the playoff bubble, not just in the hunt. I don't I don't want to be in the hunt. I'm tired uh -huh. of seeing us in that third column. <laughs> I want to see on the <laughs> us on the inside. I want to see us at that at seven seed. Every piece that needed to fall this weekend, um, including Thanksgiving, it fell. Even some that we weren't we didn't necessarily need to fall, but they fell that ended up helping. Saints losing was number one. They, they lost on on Thanksgiving, so that helped. Um, Dallas losing doesn't really affect our playoff chances, but that goes into my next my next storyline. But them losing was a, was an added piece. Um, we also needed the Vikings to beat the Niners. That was going to help us. What helped us that we weren't really expecting was the Eagles losing. That made it to where no matter what happened in the the Vikings Niners game, the loser of that game was going to fall to seven. And then as long as we take care of business tonight, we're moving to that that seven spot. Um, and then my, my biggest storyline, not to get ahead of myself and where this team can go, but with Dallas losing on Thanksgiving, 
and then kind of going into a tailspin from what it seems like right now in this point in time, getting back in, into the division race. We win tonight. We're back in second place. We're two games out with two games to play against Dallas. You know, and this team is playing the best football they've played all season long coming off that bye. Those are my biggest storylines. Again, it goes down to it comes down to just getting business done tonight. Yeah. And it's funny, I add a little mustard to your to your storyline. So so it's been 3,284 days since that has happened. And wow. <laughs> almost Man. almost nine years to the date. Yeah. Which, yeah, and I put that as there. Um three and twenty-five on Monday night football this century. Um ah. yeah. And it's just one of those things, just overcoming. And then I'm almost, and I wouldn't say, I hate to say it like this, but it's almost like a deja vu of last year. Because remember, we were in the same spot, eerily similar the week before Christmas last year. And they came came here and, and beat us. So you look at, like you said, to your point, Rob, where they've been the, the thorn on our side. Um, not just playoffs, but just sometimes yeah. even in regular season play. Yeah. Um, and then the last, we the last six of the seven games that we played, they've been six points or fewer. So uh-huh. this, you know, this, and then the other key, like you said, Rob, win, win. This is a this is a situation, like you said, everything fell into place this week, and you you want to take advantage of those opportunities. You know, I know last year we kind of we backpedaled in. Now, don't get me wrong, but we had a lot of dominoes fall our way last year in those type of situations that we kind of faltered. Uh-huh. So I think now going to the month of December, having that seven seed will definitely help propel this team. And I think, like you said, it's more about the momentum. That's gonna be my uh, my big storylines. But yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting night to say the least. <laughs> but you know, we no, have. I agree. I think it will be interesting. You know, I've kind of put myself in this box to say like. You know, I'm not gonna talk the p word because I'm not. I don't talk the p word from, from because <laughs> right. of what's what's going on on the prior to you know this two game winning streak. Um, but when they, they can, you know, find a way to win this football game, uh, find a way to beat the uh, Vegas, and then take that into the Cowboys game and, and win that game, then I can have the discussion. You know, I feel like I can typically really have the discussion because it, because that to me then says this team is really ready to play winning football, you know. Um, yeah. What they've done the last two weeks have been impressive. I won't, I won't lie. You got to give people their flowers and their, this whole yeah. team and the staff, the same people we've been we've been riding through the mud, got to give them their flowers when they start to do things. Like, for me, I've been hard on Scott Turner, calling Scott Turner trash for a while. Um, but, um, you know, he's called it the last two weeks. He's been good. Like, he's been solid. It reminds me of – Joe Gibbs and how he used to call the game. Like, it's all about ball control, time of possession, running the football, not winning on all three phases, you know, offense, defense, and special teams. And it's so it's been pretty dope. And all all of the different elements on this squad has complemented each other. You know what I mean? That's what makes it perfect. You know, you win the time of the possession, your defense is rested. They don't, you, they're, the, the offense on the opposing side doesn't see the defense as much, right? Because the other offense is holding the ball so long. So it's just so much that's going on, and, and I think it's working out for this team. So if, they, if players like that – I mean, coaches, the coaching staff, the coaching staff steps up, um, players like, you know, Antonio Gibson barring the fumble, fumbles, which is a big issue. But if you can run the way he ran in that Carolina game after that fumble, this team can do this, – this team can make a, a nice stretch run, and you want to play your best football in December. That's the that's the yeah. goal. Want to play your best football this time of the year. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like you said, like you said, once you get to that point where I think, once I think the Dallas game, because I even talked about it as far as the worst case scenario was his team was going to be hovering around 500 once conference uh-huh. play happens. So it's kind of in a sense where they're kind of getting there, but said, but it's still two other you know games before Dallas, and you yeah. know it's like like you know you know a self reference, you know what they say, um, you know the put the cart before the horse facts you know so you know so like you said and it's one thing we've been one game at a time and trust me we have been like back and forth too with it like oh you know <laughs> as far as like the blues and who to blame yeah exactly you know and it's you know it's <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> hey but luckily we at this point we here you know it's starting to look a little bit better uh-huh. and just hopefully it just it just continues no, yeah, I hope so. I'm, I'm with you. I hope it does continue. I, th- I, I like, I, I like the style of football they're playing. I mean, they bring yeah. a lot of pressure. Um, defense is stepping up. It's the defense that we, we thought we were going to see in the beginning of the season, you know. <laughs> and that's the, and it's hard. And you know, it's, it sucks because you feel like they could have always done this if it wasn't for people being stubborn. Um, mm-hmm. for whatever, you know, forever, for whatever reason. I'm talking players and coaches. Um, this defense could have been played this way and could have been effective and been to a point where we thought that this team would be at. Because I don't – when people talk about, like, the quarterback play, this team was never going to be held down by the quarterback. No, that's why I never get into the Taylor Heineke bashing or whatnot because if you told me the season started and if Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, you didn't expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to be Tom Brady. You didn't expect him to be any of these guys. This team was supposed to be manned by what? The defense. That's all we kept yeah. talking about. This is going to be a top of the line defense. So it was always to me going to be a defense of, you know what? Quarterbacks manage the game. Defense take yeah. us home. That's how yeah. we all saw it. So when we get to this point where our offense is this, that, and the other with the quarterback play, I'm like, come on now. Like when your defense is giving up 35 points, you can't blame the quarterback because you never thought the quarterback was that was going to be that guy anyway. You know what I mean? For any of the quarterbacks. Yeah. So now their defense is playing decent football and now you're seeing them compete and which that's all i care about man i don't know about y'all but i just i just want a football team that i root for to compete <laughs> right and that's what and that's one thing that we talked about often because we always said like kind of because you know weekend and we got we do the keys to victory uh-huh. and we say well you know and we also and sometimes we have opponents we talk about how they will win i would always just say getting a shootout with telehandicap because yeah. that's how you know and because i always said you know what they're doing now we had to take take advantage of it because every week we're coming in, we come into a gunfight bringing a butter knife. True. So you you have to you you have to take advantage of those type of opportunities like what we've done in these last two weeks. But yeah, yeah it's but they finally finally coming to fruition, right, Rob? <laughs> hey, it only took them eight games to listen to us, but <laughs> all that means is we're growing. We're finally getting in the ears of, of Ron and Scott. I'm telling you, man. Correct. I'm telling you. Correct. That stubbornness is a beast, man. I, I, it's, it's crazy. And that's why you feel bad because it's like it, it makes you question a lot of things that a fan, fans who you know, I'm not, I'm not an NFL player. Haven't you know? I haven't. Then I'm not I'm not as I'm not experienced like those individuals are. They played the game, they coach for years, this, that, and the other. But fans can if a fan if fans can come out and tell you what's wrong, and you consistently do the opposite, right? And the fans are right, and then when you change it, it's like it's like night and day. That's a problem. Like that's a serious. That's you really being stubborn. I'm sure 
it's come it's come to your mind that this you know you can do this and it may work but it's like you know what i'm gonna prove you wrong anyway type of mentality i swear that's what's going on because there's no way that you could stick you know certain things like even the whole like landon landon collins stuff right and i'm like yeah, Landon Collins could say like he doesn't want to play linebacker, but screw it, dude. You you want your money? You want your bag? You want to be in the league longer? You gonna play this position? You gonna play it if I tell you to play it? So I don't want to hear this. Oh, he didn't want to play. That's what. No, is he? He ain't. This ain't the NBA. You don't run the football players. Don't run the asylum. Right. <laughs> right. No, you play, bro. This is what you're gonna do. So that's like. For me, I look at it like, you know what, like, there's a lot of ego as within the coaching staff to feel like, you know what, I'm going to prove you all wrong. And they were wrong. And now they got to eat crow. So it is what it is. Right. <laughs> Rob, we've been on that all year. Like, you've been on that all year about Landon Collins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because, you know, what was crazy is I went back and watched, I watched the coach's film on, uh-huh. uh, on the Panthers game. Uh-huh. And the touchdown in the first quarter that we gave yeah. up. Yeah, on him, yeah. Uh, Cam Newton started, we thought he was going to run. It looked like he was going to. And then Landon Collins was in that safety role, and he immediately moved up to try yeah. to stop the run, and that opened up the Dang. lane. If Landon would have stayed back, he wouldn't have had... Cam would have probably had to keep running, and then he could have closed on it. I'm not blaming him, because at yeah. that point, you see Cam running. It, it is what it is. I know how crazy. Yeah. You go. Yeah. That I blame more on William Jackson just for letting. I think he expect. I think he expected Landon Collins to stay there. But again, you see Cam running like Man, you. Off, yeah. You close that. You close yeah. that gap. But yeah, him playing at that that linebacker role. It's great. Has been has worked great. Not yeah. only for him oh. in itself, but getting Cam Curl yeah, back there at safety, yes. who should have never lost his starting job after last year. Yeah, that should have never been in the question. If you had to eat up that $26 million or whatever you're paying Landon Collins, fine. Trade him, release him. I don't care. The fact they were able to move him down to linebacker and get Cam Cam Crow back in that spot, I think that was the that's the biggest difference in, in our defense right now. Definitely. And you know what's so yeah. funny? He's the best linebacker on the team. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's what's so funny. 100%. Right. Like, bro, right. you're the best linebacker on the team. And you can, like, right. at least you're the best at what you do right, right now. Bro. Like, why are you working? Instead exactly. of being one of the worst safety probably on the roster, you're the best linebacker exactly. on the team. You yeah. good. Right. And you good. Right. You good, bro. You're not even – if you played this position probably all year, you probably could be a pro ball. That's how well you've been playing a linebacker. This is so funny about it. It's like – Dude, your money would probably be even more. Like after this contract, if you do it right, you can get more of the bag playing this position rather exactly. than getting ate up at safety and people talking crap about you. Who wants to live that lifestyle? Like I don't even know. Like, exactly, because you <laughs> like, are in, you already know that, that stigma when it comes to you being done. watching football free agent. Like mm-hmm. you come in as a free agent and you don't perform. Oh, you done. Be, yeah, you gonna be labeled Albert Haynesworth. You are gonna be all you kind know, of labels. Deion Sanders, Sanders. Exactly. Oh, Adam Archuleta, like Adam oh. Archuleta. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they're, the only free agent signing that has actually worked for us very well was uh, London Fletcher. London was the good. first one that comes yeah. to mind. Deandre, you know who was I guess. good? You know who was you know good? I'm talk about London was good. Um, Jesse Armstead was good. People don't talk Jesse about Jesse was yeah. good. Yeah. Don't want to talk about free agents though. Deandre and Big Carter. Dad. Uh, they didn't do oh, what yeah, they did. Carter, Big, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still. Best free agent signing we had. Yeah, the, yeah, best, one. So best free agent signing in so many years. Yeah. It's yeah. not just in so. 
I mean, Deshaun was good when he was here for you know for what he had to do, but mm-hmm. he's got hurt too much, and he gets hurt too much. But in terms of yeah. the impact on the field, what he had for the uh, offense, he did his he did his, his he did his thing. But yeah, um, I think DeAndre Carter has been like lights out, one of the best acquisitions I can remember this team making. It's one because you got him a dirt cheap. Secondly, yeah. like he's he's we you already knew that he already had a you know great speed in terms of being a kickoff returner punt returner so you knew he can be dynamic enough at that position but the surprise of what he's been doing a wide receiver has been like exactly amazing and it's it's giving scary terry hope to a point where because you know he's so fast and he's so you know he's explosive that you know it's hard to stay with him one-on-one you know scary scary gets doubled you know because you know because he's scary terry and yeah. um just brings more more of a threat to the office because everybody thought you know and I, i'm a still fan i'm a fan of Deami brown I still am yeah. but <laughs> um but yeah, it just you know is now it's not it's taking the pressure off Deami to be like an explosive rookie at the second in his first as a I mean explosive rookie at the second uh, wide receiver slot, and you got a guy in Carter who can get who can stretch the, who can stretch it deep, and it's shown to be cool at been to show to be good in the red zone. We're yeah. paying him less than a million dollars. I know, man. Season, it's the so. biggest it's steal. The That's wild. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's they the need to lock him up though. They need to give him. A, I would too. A year, I would do it now because it's too. Yeah, they gotta do it now. Like they gotta do it now because. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta do it now. Like it's yeah, you gotta take advantage of this. Yeah, because the price can go up even more. Yeah, if he gets the market, you're you're not gonna get. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna be way. It's gonna be way tougher to bring him back. You gotta get him now, like right now. Yeah, exactly. So, fellas, matchups to watch. Wole, your matchup to watch. (sighs) That's tough. All right, a matchup. It's gonna be matchup to watch. I would say. And the Wagner's a beast. Um, that's a that's a different animal. Um, my match would definitely would be uh, DJ Metcalf, and um, I'm gonna say uh, Willie Jackson. I think that's a matchup to match to watch because I think you're on speed on speed. Um, you got one dude to me and um, Metcalf who's just he's more of just a deep a deep play kind of guy. I'm not worried about route running, but deep play kind of guy. Um, so I think that's a matchup. That's definitely a matchup in terms of who's going. You know, this team is limited the big explosive play. You know, in this two game winning streak. So trying to knowing that the Seattle that's Seattle's big explosive weapon in terms of stretching the field. Um, I think that's a key matchup. If William Jackson can play his style, um, press up, and then kind of you know take that speed element. I mean, I mean, I mean, we all know DK Metcalf is a monster in terms of strength. That man on eighty steroids. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's that's the matchup. I would like to see him press up on him. Don't let the man get you know any type of steam. You know, you press up on him, do and play the way that Willie Jackson played in Cincinnati. I think I think he can do do okay in that matchup. But to me, the biggest another matchup too is another wide receiver. I, I think it's actually the most important important wide receiver to try to contain is uh, Lockett. I just think there's so much he can do as a wide receiver in terms of route running, um, big playability, even you know stretching the ball deep. Um, so I think you know to me that's somebody that. Kendall Fuller will probably be matched up against a little bit more, uh, but I I want to see that. Like that matchup is going to intrigue me because he's a guy that Washington has to contain. Like that is if we're looking at the true wide receiver on that squad in terms of three levels, um, he's the one. Like Lockett is the one. Uh, DJ Metcalf is the sexy one, but Lockett is the one. So I want to see what uh, Fuller can do with against that against that. Rob, your matchup to watch. Uh, the one, one of the ones I'm looking at is our defensive line against Russell Wilson. 
Uh, he, he's he's hurt. He hurt his finger. He came back in three weeks, which I think the doctors were telling him like six to eight uh-huh. was the reasonable timeline. And they put in his ear for some reason. It's possible in a slim chance for you to come back after three weeks. And I think he was like, all right, bet that's what I'm going to do. Um, I think it's, it's, it's hurting him now coming back that soon. Because even when he got hurt, they weren't they weren't a great team. They no. you could tell everything was falling apart there when he got hurt against the Rams on that Thursday night game. Um, they played well with with um, Geno Smith. Uh-huh. You know, stepping in for him, they played well in those few games. So I think that if they will, I think Russell Wilson, in order for them to do well, he needs to use his legs a lot more because his, his throwing is kind of. It's, it's been off a little bit, obviously, because of that finger. Um, I just hope that Jonathan Allen and the boys don't go too too hard on, on Russ because we're going to need him for next year because <laughs> next time he plays in the stadium, he's going to be wearing burgundy and gold. Oh, I love it. Don't hurt him. Just, you know, yeah. gently lay him down. Um, but you you kind of briefly touched on part of it was this run game against against Bobby Wagner and that linebacking uh, yeah. coach. In the last two games, we're averaging 142 rushing yards per game between, obviously, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick. Uh, Patterson has gotten, you know, a taste of the uh, taste of the ball a little bit. And then Taylor Heineke, when he uses his legs, you know, he's dangerous, uh, which is up uh, 20 yards from our average, the first the first eight or what we're averaging on the season. Uh-huh. Uh, so we can kind of just stay away from Bobby Wagner because their linebacking court is not what it was back in 2020. Yeah, him, KJ Wright, Malcolm Smith, nothing like that. It's really just Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Stay away from him. Get those outside run, a uh, couple screen plays. Um, I think we'll be. I think we'll be. Yeah. And it's funny. <laughs> Great minds thinking like I looked at that matchup, the D line versus Russ. Um, think about last week, Arizona, um, they had four sacks on him and, and six quarterback hits. So yeah. I think that's you know in Arizona, you know they still you know they do possess a good pass rush. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, that's a little bit different. But like I look at that, and then just the fact of you know this is this is the Russell Wilson that we grew accustomed to. Like you said, uh-huh. like you know he was because you know during the injury, I kept on thinking to myself like to, to you, Rob. Well, I was like, well, it would even be available when he play us. You know, because yeah. at that time that was the kind of the window we were kind of like that that eight week window. At that at that particular time, but for him to come back, this to be his third start, um, that's gonna be kind of match that I'm looking forward to. And like you said, don't rough him up too much. At least you know, have him here, you know, have him here yeah, in, yeah, in we August. Next year. You know, yeah, we no, won, yeah. It could happen. You're right. He could definitely be yeah. here because you know, I, I feel it's funny because I was I think I was having a conversation with somebody else about Russ and and like it's it's a it's a conflict in styles, right? And with Pete Curl. And you're a USC mm-hmm. fan, so you understand, like, so, you know, Pete Curl likes to play a particular style of football, and it's been very successful for him in every in every place, right? It's, it's been successful for him in USC with Reggie Bush and Lindell White. Successful for him in New in, um, not New England, in uh, Seattle with Marshawn Lynch. Yep. You know, everybody wants Russ to cook. That's the whole thing, let Russ cook. But if you look at what has won with Russ in Seattle, it's – been a, a formula that's been very was that was very consistent. You run, and you have Russ make a few couple plays, and your defense plays strong football. Um, yeah. Defense issue is the defense has been an issue, but you know Pete Carroll is accustomed of playing a certain style. But so now when you give somebody else all the keys to kind of be that 
prolific passer. Not to say Russ can't do it. Russ has shown that he can pass the pass the football. But in terms of having the winning formula, it's kind of hindered what Pete Carroll's wanted to do. Um, and for them, so I I I would I hope I, I think Seattle's more dangerous when they play physical a physical brand of football. That Seattle's team scares the bejesus out of me. Um, so. If Russ is like, oh, we're not ready to throw the football X amount of times, not to say that he can't beat Washington doing it. I just feel like Wash it plays more into Washington's hands if he's going to try to, do, to go that route. Um, also, not having um, Carson's. I think Carson's is out, so we're going to go with um, Collins. I think that's going to help uh, Washington's defense. It, it, I just think well, it's it's a it's definitely a winnable game. There's so many matchups in this game that can kind of you can go back and forth with. Um, you know, you're going to have like again. Like you all mentioned, Russ and the and the and the Washington defensive line, um, you're gonna you're gonna have. I mean, to me, like speaking of Bobby Wagner, because he plays the pass so well. How him and Taylor Heineke, that's gonna be a dancing thing right there because yeah. you got Logan Thomas back. You know, Logan Thomas goes up the middle. He's a tight end. They tend to go up the middle a lot. You know, Bob, Bobby Wagner is known to kind of deke you. Um, and can get, yeah. and can get there and to and get into your vision to get a pick or whatnot. So it's a lot. Just the matchup, but that alone, like Taylor Heineke versus a Bobby Wagner in the passing game, is going to be something that's going to be interesting. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Uh, one one more thing, if I can just have it real quick. You guys know the phrase. Was it when an immovable force meets an unstoppable object? Yeah. So yeah. whatever the opposite of that is, that's what these teams third down. Uh, converging. Uh, I mean, we right. have the worst exactly. third down offense, and they have the worst third down defense. Oh yeah, this is perfect. So, so something's got to give. Something's gonna yeah. give today. This is yeah. perfect. It's a perfect yeah. situation. It's a perfect <laughs> storm. It's the perfect. It storm. is. It totally is. <laughs> so, we got we we want to know the key to a Washington football team win. Ole, what you got? Oh man, same thing. Win the time possession. Um, don't turn win the turnover battle and keep Russ in the pocket. I, you know, mobile quarterbacks gives it, give, they do give this defense some issues over the last some odd last couple of years. But, um, doesn't even matter who's on the football field. Um, mobile quarterbacks, Daniel Jones looks like Michael Vick against Washington, against Washington. So, yeah, um, try to try to keep Russ in the pocket. If they can do those things, um, they'll, they'll I think they'll be victorious. Yep, big time. What you got, Rob? Um, the big thing is to make sure Taylor Heineke stays grounded. You know, the first eight games, he tried. It seems like he's trying to do too much. He's trying to be. He's trying to play hero ball. Scott Turner's trying to put him in positions to do more than he can and probably should. Um, but the last two games, he's been super efficient. He hasn't been. Hasn't put up stellar numbers. I think our passing yards. I wrote it. So our passing yards on the season were averaging 225 yards per game. The last two games, he's only thrown 202 on average. It's one of the two games. So drop off, but his passer rating, like we talked about, was like a 141 last week. And then a 110 the week before against Tampa. He needs to stay in his lane, do what he does well, and manage the game. The second one, he, you know, he hit on it, time of possession. That helped us. That was key for us. We talked about it on the, on the post game coach last yep. two weeks. Time of possession was huge yep. for us, especially that that nineteen play ten and a half minute drive against Ooh, Tampa to, to yeah. seal the game uh-huh. was was beautiful. Every time I watch it, it gets prettier and prettier. Those are two <laughs> things. As long as we do those two things, I think we'll be in really good shape. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, and it's funny because we've always and it's funny even from the jump we talked about being in that thirty five. 
you know, that 35 minute time possession time of range yeah. as far as that, that finally kind of somewhat came into fruition. Like you said, um, that third team, third down um, offense efficiency, they got to take care of that. Um, run the ball effectively. Um, try not to get as much. Um, and then the turnovers, make sure that Taylor doesn't throw any interceptions because ever since, you know, you look at the Tampa and Carolina game, he didn't throw any, any, any interceptions and those were victories. Um, uh-huh. So you look at that and then just take advantage of Seattle's potential. Like we talked about, they're 32nd in time of possession and a third, 32nd and third down efficiency. Um, so you, you take advantage of those type of situations, almost like the inverse of what people did to us. Yeah. In, the, in the first eight games of the season. Um, and also to your point, Wale, pretty much limit um limit limit Russell Wilson in the pocket. Make sure that you know, make sure that he is because of pocket passer tonight. Yeah. That yeah. you don't wanna, you know, you don't want him to elude and um and break out. And then also just limit the big plays for uh for DK and uh and Lockett. Uh-huh. Just want to try to get those, get that um, don't you know, do that as well. And like Stephen Rob's point. Taylor Heineke just stay, and I think now he's playing a little bit more, a little bit more, more control. That's the yeah. thing. And then, yeah, yeah, and then I, that's what to Rob's point, like, like that's he's doing that because I feel like that was a that was a mandate from somebody, whoever that was. I would like yeah. to say I would like to say it's Coach Rivera, but it was more to a mandate to say, you know what, I didn't because I've I've always struggled with why Washington plays the style of football they've been playing because their coach, I mean, Coach Rivera. And Carolina played a physical brand of football. So to Rob's point, like, yeah, like somebody had to put the put the put the you know, put the chains on on Heineken and say, Hey, yeah. it's when you're not doing that. Like just make the plays you need to play play. And I think they did the Scott, I think they I think he talked to Scott Turner to be honest with you and said, We gotta be more physical. We can't play this this type of football when you're throwing the ball 40, 50 times. And have yeah. Taylor try to get 300 yards just to prove some type of point. This team wins football games if you limit Taylor Heineke, and and then make sure you know he does the smart, the smart, this makes the smart play. Manage a football game, basically. He needs to manage a football game. Right, and that's the thing where like, and that was kind of one of the issues. And plus, the good thing about it too, he's well, mine is a Carolina situation, but they really, you know, um, they control the game. Like uh-huh. you know, even though Carolina, we was down seven zero against Carolina, but even after that, you know, he's able to strike back and kind of somewhat have a lead. Uh-huh. I think that's a good thing about what what Taylor's been doing at this point. And I think like we talked about it, um, especially like as as a case study, Buffalo. We looked at Buffalo where he was just doing too much yeah. because they were up, so they were they were down. So Taylor instinctively, as a quarterback or or it's somebody in his nature. Hey, I gotta make plays. I gotta do uh-huh. something trying to keep this thing going. Sure. Versus here, where they kind of they plan with somewhat of a lead, but they're, <clears throat> but like I said, they're not, you know they're playing. They've been efficient, and I, uh-huh. like I said, you don't you don't necessarily see him kind of making that that act. You know that that kind of you know that oh I need to make a play. I need to make a name for myself. He just uh-huh. go out there and just actually be very conservative with the football, and you're seeing that in these last two weeks. Um, tremendously, and even the couple games he had as well, he's been able to do that. So, yep. So, really, more so, just just keep that lead, have a lead, and just you know, and just keep it going. Honestly, because I think that's going to be the key to this game. Yep. Yeah, I do. I think it's definitely the key. I mean, it's just it's it's a game that it's a winnable game. They just got to play the way play the way they've been playing. Really, to be honest with you. 
Um, you know, I think I've heard it's a funny stat that Coach Rivera is like darn near undefeated for Washington on primetime. If you look at the Steelers game, I mean, it's a short sample size. The Steelers oh, yeah, game. Yeah. On a Monday yeah. afternoon in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 So, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be a Monday night game. It wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, right. Totally right. So, it was a you had that game. You had, the, I mean, I mean, I'm just talking about primetime games in general. general. Like, you had that yeah. game. You had uh, the, the Giants game, the Cowboys games. So he's one, you know, he's pretty it's just different from Jay, right? A little bit, a little bit different from Jay. Uh, he's had um, uh, for Rivera, that's all he knows about oh, we when we playing against a, with a national audience, I tend to up uh, non playoffs, obviously, right? Because I'm not talking yeah. about Tampa, but regular season for him, it's like this is no big deal playing on for this team. That's his that's his resume, though. That's his resume. Yeah. There's no pressure for him. So yeah, it's just it's 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 different. We as as Washington fans, we we look at Monday night and we get terrified. For me, when I think of Monday night for Washington, I think about Michael Vick. Um man. I think it's the Eagles. That, I that's the but, but is that a is a, <laughs> I mean you bring up that play, but for the most part, is it a Washington thing or was it a Kirk Cousins thing? It's all all the above. Yeah, it's all in yeah. there. Cause I feel like Washington, you're right. Um, but I just feel like for some strange reason, I don't know, it's for for a while on Monday night, we don't look good. It's, it's bizarre. It like, is, but see, it's Kirk. Kirk is all. Kirk is yeah. just prime time. You, That's everything. Yeah, you look, <laughs> yeah, you look at him now. You know, but I don't know. You know what? The one that really got me was the 06. I remember. Remember this when ESPN first got Monday Night Football. That was right after mm-hmm. they, after ABC and all that happened. Yeah, I don't know. If you remember a dude named. Uh, Pearson Prelude. He was a safety that played for Virginia Tech. Yeah, I he blew his knee in, yeah. that, in that kickoff return. I was like, for some odd reason, I that moment lives in my Washington football team. I know. Nine, I, remember Pearson Prelude. I remember him. I remember yes, him from Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I remember that, and I kept on. And it's like I felt ever since then it's been like a great cloud because it yeah. it was kind of one of those injuries that's like. How in the hell did that happen? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was it's just, weird, and I remember that. And it's just it's, like that's something that stuck with me forever. Even with Coach Gibbs Monday, I mean, with Coach, even I feel like growing up, some of our Monday nights were never the best. I don't yeah. know why for Washington. I can't like when I was yeah. younger, it would be like playing Lawrence Taylor in the in, in the Giants. I'm oh, like, oh boy. darn! It was like <laughs> it was always like a struggle. Like the Cowboys on Monday night wasn't yeah. always the best. Like I'm, I mean, I don't. It wasn't yeah. always the best. You know what's crazy though? Yeah. Historically, we've played like garbage on Monday nights. Yeah. But there's times that we win on Monday night. It's electric. Are some of the best yeah. games exactly. in the world. Yeah. And the game against agree. Dallas, Mark oh, Bruno throws two touchdowns yeah, in the last like seven. Yes. Oh five. Um, win fourteen thirteen. You had Colt McCoy. You know. Yeah. In the Dallas, Monday night game. Yeah. That day. We were two and on five. They were like six on my and one. Awesome. Yeah, on your thirtieth birthday. Overtime win. So like when we win on Monday night, it's electric. They're yeah. good games, but those are every three, four, you know, <laughs> you know seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. You mentioned like the Cowboys, that Cowboys game, the one that Brunel threw two touchdowns. I was so mad, right? So I, I remember so the way the game was going, I just turned the TV off and went to sleep. I was so angry. And then yeah. like, I woke up, I think I woke, I woke up and I put on the news and it was like Washington won. I was like, how does that happen? We were down like two touchdowns before I like, yeah. within like three minutes. I like, that yeah. should not happen. And then I saw that. Like, <gasps> I said, yeah, Santana twice. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then remember, he had a, he had like about a twenty some yard run. That boy was looking like Michael Vick out there. I remember. I was like, because Brunel wasn't looking that good prior. I was like, oh my! Right. I was like, oh shoot! 
Right. I was like, right. I was. I think at that time I was like, can't you just start Patrick Ramsey? I was just so mad at coaches yeah. at the time. <laughs> Patrick Ramsey from Tulane. Yeah, could you just start him? What's it, Mark Brunel can't. He's not even doing his thing no more. He's not in the same Mark Brunel. Can you just start Patrick? I was mad. I was like, and then I turned. I was like, oh shoot, he okay, all right. We beat Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Like, like you're totally on. You spot on. Like Monday night when we win on Monday nights, oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's special, man. It's it's a it's an iconic play. It's an it's iconic performance. There's so much when when Washington wins a Monday night game. It's it's something like Colt McCoy. No one thought Colt McCoy was going to no, beat that Dallas squad. Nobody. He's going to to Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like he is the <laughs> Texas. He is a Texas Longhorn. You know, one of their yeah. best. One of their Sons, yeah. in terms of quarterback play, he yeah. goes into to Big D and gives them an L. Like and the yeah. way he did hit Saints, I mean hit um Deshaun Jackson. D. It was just so many yeah. things like in that game. We're like, whoa, whoa, Cole McCoy, he, the right. Cowboy? he legit, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he he's right. Like yeah, definitely right. Like Monday yeah. when we do win on Monday night. It's nasty. I mean, nasty in a good way. It's nasty. Exactly. <laughs> and I always dread when we look at the schedule and we think and we see a Monday Night Football game. We're like, oh, God. yo, I do too. I, I don't never like. I like. I do. I like. Oh no, not again. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Patrick Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Pat, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My God, man. Shout out to Pat, man. Wherever you are, man. Know that you have a. You yeah, got yeah. some. You, you had to do right who had love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all, yeah, we all got love for the for, for our guy. You know. Shout wait, wait. I read just now in this century, Washington is five and twenty-three on Monday Night Football. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, I said it. Yeah. You said it. So you just said it. Like that's what you said. We're five and twenty-three. We're five twenty-three. Yeah, in this century. Yeah. In, in I know you said five. We're five. Wow. Yeah, we're five and twenty-three. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. God, that, that yeah, I, bro. I had to, I, I had to Google. I thought that. I knew you said a number. I know it was a it was bad. And when you look at it and see it. It's yeah. different when you see it. Yeah, yeah, it's five and twenty-three. Oh bro. man! It's so wild. Oh, like, it's so wild. Jesus, it's Jesus, crazy, take man. the wheel. Good God! Who are you telling? And you know, what's so funny because I had to do it. I had to look at look it up twice to make sure I was I won't trip. That's right. Five. So I was 20. like five and twenty-three. Hey. Like, Dang, you know what kind of ministry you got to be just to make that respectable. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna probably take fifty years to get that straight. Yeah, good God. You might have to take another another fifty years before the, before this century ends. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. But Good yeah. God. Oh wow, I watch know, you got right? Yeah, man. Oh, Tyler, man. right. Yeah, man. It's yeah, it's Tyler, it's crazy. Man. You're right, Tyler. Good God. You got the juice <laughs> on that one, Tyler. I yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, I double checked too. I was like, whoa, I had no idea. Tyler. Right, right. <laughs> we all feel that way. I know. We Good yeah, God. man. Look, man, yeah. nothing like the present, though. Sorry, nothing like the present. Right. Yeah, but we like last that. time, you know, last time we did play Monday Night Football, we did win. So I mean, I put it that way, you know, against Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. it didn't count. I mean, even though it wasn't on, you know, it was on NBC. You know, still, that was you know. that was the it birth was the of the um, That was yeah. the birth of all white jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah, start man. wearing the white on white. And guess what and we're wearing tonight, tonight? We're wearing burgundy on burgundy. I was like, "Ooh, burgundy on okay. burgundy." Okay, okay. Hey, yeah. Cool. I was like, "Okay, we coming out to play." Okay, is, uh, you know, you know. Look, man, you know, I don't care what you wear. That's how I look at it. Just make sure you smacking yeah. somebody. Right. That's all I want to see. I want to see them smack somebody. I don't care what they wear. Yeah, exactly. Smack somebody. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, 
I'm by no means am, am I superstitious. I'm I'm a little stitious though. Yeah, oh, I'm superstitious. Though, I ain't gonna lie. I am. I'm horrible. Oh. I'm horribly superstitious. Oh, am I? Speaking oh, I of watch. that, we <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. We all got all superstitions. I got some. Yeah. Bad, I got some. I got some bad ones, bro. <laughs> oh, I got one too. I got. A, I got a bad one. Uh, might be. It might be not hygienic. Oh, it's cool. But Look, man. Do whatever you gotta take from the win, man. Hey, do whatever man. you gotta hey. do to make a win, dog. <laughs> So <laughs> you can wash that shirt after the season's over. Yeah, yeah they would they too like whatever you've been doing this two game winning streak, you do the same thing. <laughs> so tell us, let's go into our predictions. Wole, what you got? Um, I got Washington winning. Um, I got them winning 24-17. If Gary Terry can get two touchdowns for me for my fantasy football team, I would really appreciate it. Um <laughs> But yeah, you know, to twenty four seventeen, and yeah, I just feel like they'll play similar to what we saw in the last, what we've seen the last two weeks, and this team can get ready for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Rob, your prediction. Um, I'm gonna go twenty four twenty in the Washington victory, mostly because I took the under forty six and a half. So I'm hoping it stays under that. Um. <laughs> So 2420, uh, I think the best best wide receiver in the 2019 draft class there is gonna go. go off for probably uh a touchdown, probably 110. Go off for 110 yards, have about eight, nine catches, a touchdown. Um, the third best wide receiver in the draft class, he's gonna probably get a touchdown as well. I got them both on my fantasy, so I'm happy either way. <laughs> um, yeah, 2420. Everybody that knows me knows I'm I'm a closeted Seahawks fan, so I figure I, I win either way tonight, no matter oh, what. Yeah. Either way, my team's winning. You remind me of my brother so much because of the USC thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's how my brother is. He's a closet Seattle Seahawks fan. Too. And I and I live like an hour from Seattle too. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. yeah. He's a he's I mean he's local, but he's he's local here. But he loves like when Pete Carroll got that job. I, I would I didn't even know at first. I had the question: Are you a C- are you a Seahawks fan or, or, or at that time a Redskins fan? But are you a Washington football team fan? Like I can't. What, what are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely a closeted Seahawks fan. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that you brought up superstition. So I have a superstition for the last two weeks. Uh-huh. On the shows, every show that I've done here, Couch Coach Live, any show that I've been on as uh-huh. a guest, um, you know, last two weeks, I have uh, predicted the opposing team to, to win. So I'm going to keep it three weeks in a row. Keep going, bro. Seattle Seahawks will win, it, win this game. Reverse uh-huh. psychology. Win. And and also, to Wale, we talk about superstitions. Your boy breaks out the legend of Teller Heineke shirt week in and week out. <laughs> and I've become victorious ever since. I have not washed his shirt. Look, man, you got to. Matter of fact, I, even though I didn't wear an Atlanta game, I did take it with me to Atlanta. Okay. So, so I haven't worn this. I haven't cleaned this shirt since October the 5th. I, look, bro. Of, I, look, of, man. 2021. So it's been look. about almost two months now. I'm with you. I, don't, I hope you don't, don't look at me like I'm going to judge you. I ain't judging nothing. I'm with you. Facts. You know Facts. what I'm saying? I'm with Facts. you. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I dig. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I hope I don't have to wear. I don't have. I hope I don't have to wait. Um, I don't have to um clean this shirt until um to Valentine's Day, February 14th. Look, At man, this point, right. I'm not feeling. There you go. Let them keep, let them keep <laughs> yeah. going. Hey, yeah, keep going. We're keep it going. We're gonna keep yeah. it going. If we, yep. if you get, if we get lucky enough you. to get to a bowl, you gotta take that thing on the plane. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's right. Even though, yeah, I because I've had it. I've 
Yeah, I, last time I yeah it was October the fifth when I got uh-huh. back from 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 the from the game, uh-huh. and I watched it then. I haven't watched it ever since. I ain't mad at you, bro. Not at all. It's not gonna happen. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Solidarity, solidarity, right here, brother. You I'm with you. <laughs> <My man. laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, once again, man, definitely we'll put a bow on this week's Watch the Football Guys podcast. Definitely appreciate you for coming on this week. Wole, appreciate you. Um, social media, any upcoming things? I know you got a show tomorrow night. Tell me well, we're going to do a show tonight. We're going to cancel tomorrow. Okay. We're going to do it after the game, a little post-game okay. show um, okay. for the all burger and go um, everything. Uh, watch the Football Team podcast which uh, okay. for Fox. So, But, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter at, at – W O L E underscore U S S. Also on Twitter, you can you can hit us up our Urban Sportsing Twitter handle at, at Urban Sportsing. If you want to check out any any of our content for the Urban Sportsing, go to www.urbansportsing.com. And you know we're also on um Empire uh, Media, so you can, you can catch our stuff there too as well. And that's uh the um the, the founder for that uh. That platform is Bram Weinstein, who is the voice of the Washington football yeah. team. So our stuff's on there as well. So just check us out. Yeah. Glad he came back. Glad he was he back doing what he's doing with us. That's yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, great. I was, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, when I you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, she's local, Homer. Yeah. Definitely a Homer. Yeah, and I love it too. And I, and I love to call him Julian D. Hall. Yeah, they're doing great work, man. Um I know. I, well, you know, I I I'm a big I, I like D Hall, man. So yeah. It's cool to see him doing radio work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he with the organization, especially yeah. after all them years with Mr. Davis. In upcoming uh projects, what you got? Social media. You already know you can find me FNC Pod on Twitter, football and chill podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um, nothing big coming up. We got holidays coming up. I got family coming in town. Um, just right after the holidays, though, in 2022, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting it. I'm gonna be hitting it big. Um, another thing, to keep in mind, Logan Thomas and Curtis Samuel are back tonight. See what kind of pitch count they're about to be on. Uh-huh. Uh, just more weapons for Taylor Heineke to, to to throw to. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on the Couch Coach Live. Um, check out in the content that be on my social media page and also um, watch the football guys podcast. We'll be back at it on Friday to preview the, our Raiders matchup. And um, yeah, man, definitely looking forward to tonight. Definitely um, great show fellas. And Hey, come on, let's Washington. Let's get this win tonight. Let's get there. You know, it's, we head to the month of December and once again, man, appreciate you all for coming on. Um, on the on the pregame, anytime, my man. Anytime. Yeah, yeah, you won't be a stranger. We are gonna have you right. around, brother. We're you already know that. Couple times. Yes, yeah, indeed. Anytime you need me, bro, you know I'm there. Facts. Mm-hmm. You already know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Definitely everybody who chimed in and interacted with us. Definitely appreciate you guys. And hey, man, we got a football game to watch, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Watch the Football Guys podcast. We'll see you on Friday. We out.